Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome into this edition of Plan Wise Retire Free. Thanks for hanging out with Jude and Mike and myself as we talk investing, finance, retirement. And we are into April. We've had Easter, so hopefully everyone had a nice Easter. And we're going to talk about the status of the American Pension Plan, or just pension plans in general this go around on the podcast. But first, let's check in with the guys, see what's going on. Jude, how are you, my friend? Man, I'm feeling fantastic. Very good. Did you have a good Easter? It was phenomenal. You know, I love spending time with the family, and that's, that's always the best. And Mike, I know you're going to say you're living the dream. What else is going on? How are you? <laughs> well, the one thing that I've noticed is, you know, now there's room at the restaurants uh, and I can drive somewhere. Yeah. Uh, things are really looking up here in Florida. It's Fantastic. Uh, tough to live in paradise. Everybody else wants to come down the winter, but they're starting to go home. And Okay, uh, I got gotcha. you. I can yeah. now go out to dinner without uh, a two-day wait. Yeah. Well, I imagine the spring break push is probably over at about the time we're taping this or what, so maybe I don't know if I don't even know when spring break happens anymore. I think it's sometime in March. But uh, That's a clear sign you're old. That is a clear is that a <laughs> that is a clear sign that my kid has grown. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well, guys, let's get into the American pension plan, the status of things here. Are pension plans truly disappearing across the country? I think we all know the answer to that. They certainly have been for a while. But you, know, you might still get one if you're a government employee, state employee. There's still some businesses out there that offer them. So let's take a look at the status of the impact on things. And uh, I guess first off, let me just ask you guys, are you guys still seeing some companies in your areas that still do provide a pension? Yes, uh, there are companies in our area. Uh, as you know, we have an office in Bradenton, Florida, and an office in Orlando, although we have clients across the country. In Bradenton, uh, one of the, the, the companies that we serve, uh, a lot, many of our clients work at is, is Tropicana, uh, owned by PepsiCo, and they still have a pension. In Orlando, uh, one of the, uh, the companies that we serve here that still has a pension, Marriott. But what okay. we've noticed is exactly the topic of this conversation. They're going away. I remember entering my career back in 19... 19- I won't say the rest. Uh, (laughs) Most of the uh, clients that I dealt with had a pension. In fact, CNN just uh, did a survey and found that pensions by private companies Mm -hmm. are down to 4%. Uh, When I read that, it just blew my mind. That's down 60% from the 80s and only 14% of companies offer a combination of both a 401k and a pension. So you're absolutely right. They're, they're going the way of the dodo bird. Hmm. Yeah, especially because the um, we talked about the regular pension. What people think in terms of pension is you're, you're going to get a month. You work 20 years, you get a gold watch and a monthly check. Right. Uh, and those are called defined benefit plans, and they are almost gone. Even one of the companies here in Bradenton, there's pensions, but it's also coupled with a 401k. So uh, they're, I think they're literally, I, I believe PepsiCo is probably phasing that out as quickly as they yep. can. But, you know, as uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Ed Slot, but he's a retirement planning expert and he calls it the yo-yo economy. You're on your own. <laughs> um, and, and because uh, uh, you know, so many of the defined benefit or the rigor of pension plans have right. been replaced by the 401ks and the 403bs, 
And so um, that takes participation uh, by the worker to be sure that they are able to manage their pension yeah, uh, because it's, it's, it's on their, you're, they're on their own to make those decisions to put the money in. Yeah. I mean, I think you, a lot of companies, if they still do offer it there, there's freezes involved, you know, new people coming on, you know, they're not giving those people pensions where maybe you're still grandfathered in we're seeing a lot of different things on, in companies across the country. So let's talk about the lack of one Jude to Jude's point earlier when he first got into the business, you know, a lot of folks had those. So the lack of one now definitely puts the onus on us more to uh, pre-plan, I suppose, and, and pay for our own retirements. I mean, we're paying anyway through our labor, but you get the idea of what I'm saying. We're going through and now we have to go through and really set these things up. If you almost think about it like a like a milking stool, right? Three legs on a stool. It used to be you had the pension plan, you had the social security. And even if you just did, even if you were a poor saver, you were probably in pretty good shape. But now those legs of the stool, the, the length of those have changed, right? So now you've got to be a, a way, you know, much, much better job at, at your own personal savings. Let me just kind of follow up with what I just talked about. Sure. And that's, the, that's why it's critically important that people, uh, if they have a 401k or 403b, that they participate. Right. Uh, and the earlier they start to participate, the better. It, but, you know, there's a lot of other facets that come as a result of that, because now they have to make investment decisions as well. Uh, you didn't have to worry about that with the defined benefit plan. You just went to work and, you know, when you retired, you got a check. Well, what you, how much you put in and how you manage that 401k can have a profound effect on your retirement income strategy once you get to retirement. I'll tell you one quick story. And we had a client that walked in from a large company, had been working for this company for 20 years. She had participated in the 401k for 20 years and she was ready to retire. And I said, oh, okay, well, how much do you have in your 401k? And she had $120,000. And hmm. wait a minute, that kind of defies all logic that you would participate in this plan for all that period of time and only have 120000 Did you just put the minimum? No, I did more than that. Turns out she had put it in the fixed account for all 20 years. Hmm. Uh, and therefore, uh, she had lost out on a great deal of opportunity, which was very important. Wow. Yeah, I, I would echo that. In fact, what we've seen is more and more companies are offering, uh, are mandating an automatic enrollment to the 401k because they know that their employees, they either don't offer the pension or they've frozen the pension. So new employees can't participate. So to incentivize people just to save money, you have to opt out of making a contribution to the 401k. And one other study that I showed uh, that I that I read that I thought was really great was that many companies now not only doing the automatic enrollment, but they're also upping your contribution by one percent every year. So if you could imagine someone young just starting into their career, being automatically enrolled and automatically contributing one percent more. You don't miss what you've never seen before, and sure, yeah. it really helps them get 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 started. But regardless of where you're at, Mike's point was absolutely correct. You got to be contributing to whatever the retirement uh, benefit that your company is offering, 
and you've got to be getting good investment advice. Okay, so let's talk about the status of you know these pensions being closed out and things of that nature, especially all through 2020. So many, you know, it's not even just the status of a company. Sometimes we saw wholesale, you know, wholesale industries taking such a pounding that you know they were forced to do some different things. So you have buyouts. More buyouts seem to come up on the table over the last year, year and a half than I think some we've seen in a while. And so it becomes a conversation, hey, do I fund my own, do I create my own pension, so to speak, with by taking the buyout, you know, taking the lump sum, or do I do what they're offering me? So how do you guys go about that? Because that's usually a pretty hot, you know, hot topic. It seems like most advisors say, hey, let's take the lump so that we can manage it ourselves. Uh, but, you know, where do you guys stand? I think that's such a great question. And, and the point that you make about most advisors, that's why I believe what we do stands out uh, to to prospective clients when we when we meet with them because mm-hmm. there is no cookie cutter. Right. We have some clients who say, Jude, I just want a monthly check. I can't take any volatility. I know some of my other friends are taking this lump sum. What do you recommend? Well, we'll do what Mike Mott always says, we'll do the math. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and we'll see what creating a what we call a private pension, a pension uh, having an annuity that serves the same purpose, maybe maybe that will provide the same income. But if not, we're going to tell that client, hey, if you can't take any risk, this pension is going to provide you income for life. There's a lot of other factors that go into it. Right. But we're going to we're going to be straight with people and tell them how the decision is customized to their situation. I mean, it can be an appealing thing to see that that monthly check. I'm sure for a lot of folks, and think, "Hey, this is you know this is guaranteed." But is it only guaranteed as long as the company stays solvent? I mean, there's other things to factor in too. Mike, what do you think? Well, there's a couple things I tell them because uh, you know I'll kind of tell the other side. You know, where there's people that say they see that big lump sum of money and they're like, "Oh yeah," and I, and I want to get my money out of there. True. And, and I have to look at them and say, "Well, listen, there's a couple things you need to know. Uh, first of all, you take the lump sum." you can screw it up. I said, if you take the pension, then it's up to the company to make sure it doesn't get screwed up. Now they might screw it up too, but right. <laughs> you know, that's important. It's important to realize that you know, you're going to have to take some investment risk if you take the lump sum. Uh, you've got to do it the right way. Even if they take the, the, decide to take the pension, you know, there usually is a whole menu of options on how to take the pension. I've seen some terrible decisions made uh, when they take the monthly pension. For instance, uh, some, and it's usually, I'm sorry guys, yeah. but it's usually the man yep. uh, will take the life payment because it's the highest payment. Unfortunately, if he dies, his wife gets zero. And I think many cases, they weren't very well educated about those options. Uh, so you got to really be... If you are faced with that, you've got to look at all the parts yep. and make sure that the decision you're ma- being making is the right one for you and your spouse, in my opinion. The yeah, last thing point. I'll add to, to what Mike is saying is that I think we come at it with a unique approach by one, doing the math, two, customizing it to the client's situation, but three, also introducing the bucket plan and understanding how to compartmentalize the money if they do decide to take the lump sum right? so they, they can have the feel that they will have income for life 
and not have more life than money. And so having a combination of all those three things usually makes people feel comfortable. And at the end of the day, they want to feel that they're making the right decision because they got one shot at, at the plate and they don't want to strike out. Yeah, very true. And often, you know, if you think about that analogy, Jude, you know, most of the home run hitters, the home run kings are often the strikeout kings because they're, <laughs> they're swinging for the yep. fences a lot of times. So, uh, you know, so whether you have an actual pension or a stream of income that behaves like a pension, you got to take, you know, each individual situation into account. My job is to kind of toss these inf- things out here and let you guys speak to multiple sides. And then, of course, you come in and you go through a planning process so that you can plan wise <laughs> and retire free, right? Oh, I love how you did that. And, and that was good. <laughs> and that's the idea. So uh, the final piece is when you're doing this, no matter what you've got with either one of these things, uh, like I said, whether it's an actual pension or a stream of income that behaves like one, Inflation. You got to talk about it. You got to figure out because often, guys, pensions do not come with colas uh, most of the time, right? Which is a cost of living adjustment. Well, thank you for the opportunity to say you got to do the math. There you go. (laughs) Uh, uh, I've been waiting all through this podcast to say that. (laughs) He's just itching to do it. Really? uh, I, I mean, if you have a pension that has a fixed payment for life, you should treat that far different than one that maybe has uh, COLAs. Okay. Uh, usually, a lot of people do have Social Security, and and there is somewhat of a COLA associated with that. But <laughs> uh, and I'm not being political here when I say this, but there's been some things that have been going on here lately that would uh, portray the fact that there's probably going to be some inflation in the future. Our Fed plans for for inflation, but I, I don't think that they're planning for the kind of inflation that may come about as a result of some of the things that have just happened. And again, it doesn't matter who's in office, you know, taxes are going to go up, but more importantly, inflation is going to be, a, it, it, it always has been, but will even be, I think, a more significant impact on, on retirement income planning now. So you probably if I just had to put a blanket thing out to say, you probably don't want to spend all of your pension today if you're going to have a fixed income for the rest of your life, or you need to figure out how you're going to reduce your cost of living over your lifetime as those dollars won't buy as much as they do today. Mike said it uh, appropriately. Inflation is a factor, understanding how much total income that you need. And that's why I think out of all the different retirement planning strategies I've seen in my career, um, taking a uh, taking a percentage off the total assets that you have, mm-hmm. um, buying uh, you know different products that may have a cola or not, the one that we keep on coming back to is the bucket plan because we're segmenting the client's money in three different buckets and segmenting that in the period of time that they are retired. So that they know they have dependable income and we're, we're doing the math to add in the, the cost of living. And so when clients walk away with one of our bucket plans, not only do they feel that they, they're going to meet their income needs, but it's not such a complicated strategy where they don't understand, well, what the heck is going on here? Or do I need you know, a degree in finance to get this? They feel very comfortable in knowing, here's where my income is coming. Here's where my income is going to come in the future. And I've got a plan that I can really understand and monitor. Great points. Great points indeed. So whether you, again, like whether you have a pension, whether you are being an offer to a buyout, 
uh, or whether you're trying to figure out how to create your own steady stream of income, reach out to the guys at Centrist Financial Strategies and get yourself onto the calendar for a consultation and a review of your situation. 800-779-4592 is how you make that happen. 800-779-4592. Or you can subscribe to the podcast if you're already working with Jude and Mike and you haven't done so yet, or even if you're not working with them and you've come across this podcast and you enjoy the conversation, you'd like to learn a little bit more, check out future episodes, past episodes, all that good stuff. You can find it at Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartStitcher, and uh, all the top apps there. Just type in PlanWise, retire free in the search box or find it all at PlanWiseRetireFreePodcast.com. That's the easiest way. PlanWiseRetireFreePodcast.com. Guys, did I miss anything else? We good this week? I think we're excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time as always. Mike, enjoy the sunshine. Jude, enjoy the sunshine. You guys have a great day. I'm thrilled about the sunshine. I'm sorry for anybody that's not experiencing it. (laughs) Well, that's all right. It's the sunshine state. But we'll talk to you next time here on the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us, folks. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, and we'll see you next time here on Plan Wise Retire Free. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.